Jersey Baseball Show today. Welcome you post-Thanksgiving. We're in our kind of holiday crunch here. We've got Anthony Schooley, the uh, outstanding shortstop at Rowan University, um, following the footsteps of older brother Nick, uh, after we were fortunate to have them both, both Sandlot legends from the uh, from the COVID year. And uh, welcome, Anthony. Hope all is well and uh, good to see you. Good to see you. Couldn't be happier to be here. Exactly. Same, same. We're uh, well, let's, let's kick it off right away with some with some Rowan talk and uh, getting to your story a little bit. Um, you know, when we had you in the Sandlot, you know, right after a, a very short senior year, unfortunately, um, with the basically it was just the last dance tournament. Um, but but certainly a, a great career at Cherokee. You were uh, headed off to Villanova, um, you know, kind of went through that a little bit and came back across. Uh, they let you back across state lines, and uh, now we're we're back at Rowan off a off a World Series appearance for uh, for them, and you know hopefully I guess we want to take the final step now, right? Hundred percent, yeah. So Rowan's awesome. I really do love Rowan, and um, coaching staff, players, teammates, all that. Everything's perfect. Couldn't uh, couldn't ask for anything better. I was talking about it. I, we talked about it before too. Coach Dixon, easily one of my favorite coaches I've ever had. I've only had him for one fall right now. You know, he knows what it's like to win a lot of great baseball IQ with him. And, you know, he's a good leader to bring us to where we want to be. And obviously, like you said, they were in the world series last year and that's what I want to try to do. I want to kind of come in and try to get them back to where they were. And hopefully this time have a better result there rather than just going home after a couple of games, hopefully, you know, walking out of there with a couple of rings on everyone's finger. Yeah, now you you guys have an interesting team this year. I mean, super talented. Um, could could argue that there's more you know talent than, than there was a year ago. A lot of guys transferring back. Um, you know, it's a great place. There's a good core group, um, but it's it's such a mix this year. You know, was was part of the fall really just kind of like getting to know everybody and kind of working everybody into into one culture. So the way I kind of look at it with our team that we have, we're all really close already. It only really took like a week probably to get everyone on the same page and trying to like get everyone on that, you know, that same path to try to get where we want to be. It didn't really take long for anyone to, you know, kind of gel in and mold into the team or anything. Like coach really did a good job of us getting to know each other and, you know, getting to know our play styles and being able to play well with each other. So honestly, the fall, the first week, it was probably like trying to get everyone to know each other and everything. But after that, everyone was on the same page. Everyone just wanted to grind out and, you know, have a good fall. It's all about work there. So all we want to do is just work hard and, you know, get our stuff done, clock in, clock out, and, you know, get that stuff done. That's what I'm saying. You know, like we just got to do whatever we can to try to win in the spring. So fall's very important, but it didn't take us long to kind of gel together. You know, yeah. we, we, did it, we did it pretty fast. So I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Everybody's focused on one goal, obviously, when you, when you get – you know, when you get that close to, to winning like they did last year, win a regional, it's like, yeah, that, that kind of like hyper focuses you guys on, on that ultimate prize now, I'm sure. 100%. Yeah. So um, what was it that, that you, you know, you finally realized, I mean, this is pretty much home, you know, this is a South Jersey, hardcore South Jersey team for the most part. You know, you let in a couple guys like Murph from, uh, from PA. But, but, you know, he's he had to do his two years at, at Gloucester before before you guys let him in. Um, you know, what was it for you, you know, after a, a year away that that really made you realize that that 
you know, for lack of a better way to say it, home is pretty much where you want it to be. Right. So the whole thing with me at Villanova and everything, you know, I loved it there. Coaches were great. Teammates were great. But for me, it was just about fit. And, you know, I watched my older brother go through it last year, watching them win, watching them, you know, take care of business and stuff. And I knew that's where I wanted to be. You know, I was kind of watching them go throughout the MJAC and the regional and the World Series and watching them like on my laptop when I was at school or when I finally came home and watching on TV and stuff. I just, just by the way they were playing and by the way they were handling themselves, I knew that that's where I wanted to be. So, you know, I kind of was talking to my older brother about it and I was like, hey, like, what do you think about this? Like, I'm really thinking about it. And he's like, honestly, there's not a better place for you. It's a great fit. And, you know, go take a visit, go talk to coach, go ask the other players and stuff. And you know, try to get a feel from it. And I took a visit with Coach Dixon and probably like five minutes after I got back in the car with my dad, I was like, yeah, this is it. Like, I know this is where I want to be. You know, it's home. Like you said, it's South Jersey and everyone's from around the same area. So everyone's on the same you know page with how we want to work with baseball and stuff. So I knew that it was a good spot for me to be because it gives me an opportunity, you know, not that Villanova's insanely far from my house, but gave me an opportunity to be a little bit close to the family and you know, yeah. be able to take care of stuff at home and still be able to be with people that I was with when I was in high school and stuff. Like there's a lot of kids on our team that I played throughout high school, like our second baseman, Ty Cannon. Yeah. He, uh, lost a Catholic kid, went to Iona and then at Rome with me now, you know, played him throughout high school and, you know, had a pretty good connection with him. As soon as we got to school, you know, Ryan West played with him and played against him in high school. Yeah. yeah you you know, played against Ryan. Yeah, so I mean, a lot of you know, there's a lot of those old high school rivalries when I get on the, on the practice field. But you know, we got to put that behind us because we're all on one team now. But it gives me an opportunity to be with those guys that you know I've been with before, and you know, instead of playing against them, I kind of get to be on the same page as them, play with them. So it's a cool little switch up, cool little uh, to figure out to see how like we can go from being like enemies and then you know going right to being on the same page and having a common goal. That's the way South Jersey is in general, though, with so many schools right on top of each other, right? And 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 the way that baseball is kind of like intertwined like that. Like, I mean, you got guys on the same high school team on different travel teams, or or you know, Legion is taken from the same areas, or you know, guys who who are best friends a couple miles apart that are on different high school teams. It's it's kind of neat to see the way that it all uh, comes around here in in the end for you guys, right? Yeah, it's awesome. Get, get to be with people that you were with, but you didn't really get to spend that much time with. So it's cool to get that different perspective and that different feeling from those guys. I guess it can't hurt to uh, be a little bit closer to the, the Cherokee program. Still, we've got a, a another schoolie kind of coming through that's uh, probably better than both you and your brother. Easily, 100%. A lot of potential out of that kid. Can't wait to see what he does and how far he can go. You know, he's work, he's a workhorse. We're talking Jason is a 2023 grad, right? He's or Yes, he, sir. Okay. Kind of, you know, it's a lot of numbers in my head. It's a, could tell how close you guys all were. Um, Sandlot year, you know, obviously you getting to play with Nick and I remember some, some interviews afterwards and, you know, kind of one last time to do that on the, on the same team. Cause it wasn't going to happen, you know, in, in college. So it was, it was pretty neat. And um, you know, how much of that, you know, it's, it's, you you're now following in Nick's footsteps a lot in that it's kind of the same position, you know, coming back to the same team after he's 
you know, coach, I mean, heck, he's just writing the same last name in the lineup card. It's not that much of a difference for him. But, you know, now you've got you're following your brother. Um, did that weigh into your mind at all? And, you know, was it a did you see that as a positive or did you see that as a little extra pressure? I don't think it's any extra pressure at all, honestly. You know, my brothers and I are very competitive. So in my head, it was almost like, all right, like if I'm going to make this switch and I'm going to go here, you know, people might be like, oh, he's just doing what his brother did. He's just following the footsteps. He's trying to make it harder on him. But honestly, I want that added pressure. You know what I mean? Like I want to be able to, you know, go out there and people be like, all right, well, your brother had a great career. So, you know, we expect the same for you. And, you know, I just want to go out there and show everyone that, you know, our name's got a good little ring to it there. And, you know, he had such a great career. And because we're so competitive, I want to go and have a better career and just show him up. You know what I mean? Like easy for me to kind of just, pull back and be like oh all right like it's going to be out of pressure but instead of that I might as well just be like all right like if I have a better career it's something else I can just put in his face and you know be like hey we went to the same same college but you know I had twice the career that you did you know <laughs> so it's a little bit of a uh, hoping that I get a little bragging rights out of it if I can uh yeah. you know, have that little bit of a better career twice might be tough you're pretty darn good oh very good but you know <laughs> it's always the goal you know you always got to one up them got to step them up a little bit that's right that's right What's made Rowan a special place to you? The people, easily the people. You know, like I said before, coaches, teammates and all that, you know, they they brought me in very quickly. You know, everyone showed love immediately from my teammates, you know, inviting me over to their houses, their dorm rooms and stuff, you know, getting to know them, going to get eat, going to get food with them, going to eat with them, all that stuff. It was so, so special to me. It made me realize that I made the right decision almost immediately. You know, coaches, you know, bringing me in, working with me right away, you know, you know, just being positive, telling me, you know, made the right decision. We're going to be good here. And my teammates, obviously, too. You know, they were just all so special to me. Rowan's awesome to me because all the people there are so awesome. So two questions come to mind. The first one is what, you know, I, I, I hear from a lot of, you know, the way the recruiting cycle is 10th, 11th graders, you know, probably more juniors that are like starting to freak out a little bit if they don't have offers. You know, they see that guys are getting offers as early as ninth grade, 10th grade. Um, they don't in juniors or even senior uncommitteds. First of all, what advice would you give to them about not worrying about that sort of thing, just kind of keeping your own timeline and doing your own thing? Well, I think the most important thing for kids that are getting recruited is to, you know, you got to realize that it's the right fit. You know, like I was saying before, I thought Villanova was a great fit for me before I got there. And then, you know, as things kind of transpired out, I kind of realized that it wasn't really the best spot for me to be. And the biggest part about that is when I talk to kids that, you know, from Cherokee or from other places that I played with summer ball and I know their little brothers or whatever, the, the biggest thing about getting recruited is making sure you're going to the right place, making sure that you have a good connection with the coach before you commit and all that. And like you said, the juniors and the seniors that are, worried about not getting any offers and seeing all the younger kids get offers. It doesn't really mean anything. You know, you, that you can't let that affect how you play. You can't let that affect how you go about every day with baseball and stuff. You just got to keep working hard. You know, you got to stay in the gym. You got to stay practicing, you know, hit, field, all that. Biggest thing to me is, you know, it's grind time before you get that offer. And then the biggest part about getting that offer and after you commit is, you know, it's still grind time. You know, you can't give up. You can't just let down. You know, as soon as you get that offer, you got to keep going. But my biggest advice to those kids would be keep working. You know, it doesn't come right away for everyone. But, you know, there's always a spot for someone. 
And I truly believe that, you know, there's, there's kids that I've gone and played with that many people didn't really think we're going to have, you know, the talent to play college baseball and they found places for them. You know, that's the biggest thing for me is there's always a place for everyone. Just got to find that place. Got to keep working hard. And grades. Got to need the grades too, right? hundred percent. Most important thing about all that. Got a couple random questions. We get some random questions here for you. All right, I'm ready. Uh, all right. First of all, since it's been a couple of years, we don't have to worry about offending anybody or missing anybody. Toughest pitcher you faced in high school? I don't know if I want to give anyone that satisfaction, honestly. <laughs> um, wow, that's a tough one. I'll go with um, I'll go with my own blood at Cherokee. I'll say Matt Still, my sophomore year in inner squads. He was the toughest guy that I saw. See, you answered that question and 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 didn't give anybody any satisfaction. You shouted out your own teammate. I'm not giving anyone satisfaction. None of my old rivals are getting that from me. They're shot. Favorite middle infield uh, duo partner. With me? Yeah. All time? Yeah. Wow. Outside, outside of your family, and you might have you might have fought him anyway. <laughs> I was going to say, I might just say Nick, so I don't hurt anyone's feelings. Um, I have two. I'll put two out there. Um, my high school second baseman, Jake Prince, we had good connection. We were easy up the middle. Um, he's great. You know, we batted right after each other in the lineup. Had a lot of double plays throughout high school. So him and uh, my buddy Blaze Fadio plays at Lafayette. He, yeah, uh, me and him had a good connection when we played summer ball together stuff too. So I'll say those two. I know I'm leaving out so many people that I've played with before, but yeah, but you we'll, you should we'll give them you shout, anytime you shout out a Sandlot legend, that's okay though to me. So and that's it's you know we're we're still we're still good. Right. Um, I probably put my older brother up there first though before those two kids. Of course, that's why we that's why we had to not have him because that's that's too easy of an answer. Right. Um. Pre-game music, your go-tos. Pre-game music. Um, or, or let me, I'll ask that question in English. If you, if you were in charge of the pre-game you know, BP set list, what's going on there? What type of music? I'm probably putting some rap and hip-hop on and stuff like that. You know, so it always seems to get the people going. You know, when Murphy, when Murphy gets on the aux cord, we're always in a good mood. He's, uh, he's got the same taste of music as me. But, you know, we got kids going on with the country stuff. That's not pregame music to me. That doesn't get me hyped up. You can't get – you can't go country and get – put that on when the other team's batting, you know, put everybody right. – get yeah. Um, a little bit. That's right. That's right. Favorite field to play at that you play at regularly, not a one-off? Hmm. Probably say home base at Cherokee, honestly. You know, it's not the not the nicest field by any means, but you know, a lot of memories there and a lot of games there. So I'd probably say home base at Cherokee, no doubt. One part of your pregame routine that's a must. Ooh. I'd say the handshakes with all the teammates. You know, you gotta get that connection with everyone. And that's the biggest part to me. I feel like if I don't get that done, if I don't you know, dap everyone up, give everyone a pound or nothing. You know, I'm not going to have a good game if I don't, you know, say good luck to everyone and get everyone in the right mindset. So I mean, let's go say hi to everyone and get everyone ready to go. Now, do you go basic there or do you got customs for everybody? I wouldn't say customs for everyone, only the kids that I'm always in the infield with. But those are the kids that get the special treatment. But um, everyone else will get something. I, I can't let anyone uh, right. 
go without anything, you know. Got to make sure everyone on the team's getting something. We all, all got to be ready to go. That's right. 100%. Um, if everyday activities were Olympic sports, what would you be getting a gold medal in? Mm. Taking a shower. That's the gold medal. Perfect at taking a shower. Nice and quick. See, this is the thing, though. Everyone always says, you know, everyone's all about the long showers and stuff. Can't right. stay in the shower for too long. You can't stay in the shower for too long. You're wasting time. You know, there's other things that you can get done. So I'm going to say if there was a Olympic sport for speed shower, and I'm getting the gold every time. Ideal time, ideal time length, what are we talking here? Like three to five minutes? We talking like 30 seconds? No, 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 not 30 seconds. You can't get clean in 30 seconds. Right, that's what I'm wondering here. The three to five minutes is probably good enough. So, you know, jump right in. You know, it's the face wash, the hair, and then the body. And then, you know, you put the cold water on, wake yourself up a little bit, turn the hot water back on, and then get out, get ready to go. See, see what I'm learning today. This is this is good stuff. That's big time. I'm telling yeah. you, everyone, everyone always talks trash on the cold showers. Cold showers are a must. They wake you up real nice. Yeah, you can't go all cold though. There's no way. No, no, no. You start hot, get cold right at the end, and then you put the hot right back on right before you get out. Hundred percent. Um, one phone app that you couldn't do without. One phone app. Uh, Twitter probably. I'm big on Twitter. Uh, get all my sports news from Twitter. You know, I wouldn't have known that Wander Franco signed that huge deal if it wasn't for Twitter. And, you know, that's just something that, you know, if I have any free time, I'm just going to sit on Twitter a little bit and look at the baseball stuff, look at football stuff, and, you know, get my little sports intake for the day from there. Favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Easily. Easily Thanksgiving. What's better than watching football and eating food all day, right? <laughs> No arguments for me. No, uh, baseball needs a Thanksgiving too, I think, though. A hundred percent. Got to get the season extended a little bit longer. That's right. Yeah, got to play. Got to got to find a little warmer weather. I think. Right. Got to play down uh, Florida or something. Good luck this year. You know, we got a big off season. Obviously, we got a big spring. We certainly have a big summer. Oh yeah. Um, we got we got the South Jersey Kings. Anthony be on the initial uh, South Jersey Kings team, looking to win an ACBL title for for South Jersey. We are uh, excited to have you back in the in the summer family this year, and uh, always good to talk to you. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Anthony Schooley, our guest today, Rowan University uh, baseball, and uh, we appreciate you guys joining us for this edition of the Jersey Baseball Show. We'll see you next time.